0: Radio Berry,
1: Aqui, estamos con las boricuas del festival, and who are you most excited to see today? Today, um, we sing yonder. Period. Period. Demba. Demba Why do you love reggaeton so much?
0: It's just my culture. Like, it's it's underground. It started, you know, Puerto Rico from, from the gutter. And it, it's just something so cultural and universal
1: now that it's just a
0: vibe. Like, I love exactly, it. Exactly, I see. A
1: whole vibe, like she said.
0: <laughs> Demba,
1: eh. Oh, my gosh. Welcome back. Welcome to Radio Perris. a
0: podcast for bad bitches who, who love reggaetón. I'm Karen Oyd. And I'm Jennifer Lopez. Today's reggaetón word of the day is chillo or chilla. Hey! Muchachex de la calle de mala conducta viene de bachillero y del prejuicio que se tiene con los adolescentes que cursan el bachillerato. En PR, el bachillerato es el primer grado universitario. Mm. Number two. Persona con la que se mantiene una relación sexo-afectiva alterna a otra u otras relaciones, rompiendo los acuerdos o compromisos de alguna de ellas. Y número tres, policía. So it has three meanings. The first would be a person of the streets you know, bad boy, bad girl. But what's interesting about this definition, I think, is the prejuicio que se tiene con los adolescentes que cruzan el bachillerato, so the bachelor bachelor's degree, which is the first stage in, in the, at university in I Puerto Rico. I
1: was sexual. that one?
0: Sexual was someone that you have a sexual uh, relationship with.
1: That's weird. When you said chia, I was like, oh, I thought it would be something having to do with like a crybaby. Crying? About chiona. like
0: chiona Maybe that's a Mexican term. Maybe. But I've heard this in songs, like, tu eres mi chillo, yo soy tu chilla. Bachelor, bachelorette. Or, well, no, just... Yeah, like, first, like, you're... Either you're, you're like, bae, or... Like, a bad boy, a bad girl, or please.
1: What's the... There's, like, I, I feel like there's an equivalent in Mexican Spanish. What's the one you taught me? A chacalón.
0: Oh, chacalón. Right? that's so hard to describe what a chacalón is, but you... You know, like when you see them. But yeah, it's similar, like a bad boy, someone from the streets. Bachelor. Dresses, you know, wearing the like the ripped jeans. They have that piercing yes. on, on their um, on their cheek.
1: I was thinking They're wearing
0: about, a, a side where uh, a cap to the side.
1: I think about the Boobadu song where he the Chakalon como
0: chucky. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like I love a, I love a good chakalon. You know, they have they have some swag.
1: I was thinking, but, I was like, I love that
0: yeah that reminds me of when i was in mexico uh this girl made this joke because i was like "Ooh, oh chacalones like they're kind of cute and she's like girl no she's like i was like no i said quiero bailar con un chacalón oh quiero perrear uh-huh. con un chacalón y dice no amiga un chacalón no te perrea <laughs> un chacalón te roba That he steals from you. And then the other friend that we were with, she she like nodded very sadly. She's like, yeah, I had a chacalón boyfriend. And one day I woke up and after he had left and he stole my my
1: watch and
0: he stole money from me.
1: That is so down low and dirty like a dog. I just thought that was so funny. Like, no,
0: man. Chacalón no te va a perder, te va a robar. They were
1: looking out for you.
0: Yeah, I was just so, you know, like, what? Wow, like, these guys are so cool. Yeah,
1: well, well, today's episode is sponsored by Ocean Spray Cranberry Juice. <laughs> After Karen made us these delicious cocktails,
0: who have we become? I think post Sueños, I'm just drinking more, I feel
1: more alive. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm vaping more. Mm. Uh, don't want to do that. Well, we know. I was know. thinking of this one tweet, and I was just like, "What if I picked up vaping, which I already do? So it's just dumb."
0: Right. Well, I was telling you earlier. When this one runs out, I just won't be buying anymore. And I'll be a fiend <laughs> at the party, the can club. Can I get? Can I get? A can, I get a, can I do that? Can I? Can I see that? Can I see
1: that? Can I borrow that?
0: I think people who don't want to share their vapes should just revert back to you know, quarantine days. Like, sorry, COVID. Yeah. You know, I can't share it.
1: Yeah. I mean you pulled that a few times this week the swingers weekend, didn't you? Did anyone random ask for a hit of your vape? No. Oh.
0: Somebody asked for a cigarette from Jose and he gave her three. Wow. I was
1: like, king. That he is of the people, for the people, by the people. (laughs) (laughs) But um, how have you been? I haven't seen you
0: since when when did I see you last? Uh, Oh, in Milwaukee. 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 We're in Milwaukee.
1: Well, I am oscillating greatly between partying hard and then being at home, like, rotting. Because I'm in between jobs right now. Uh, I start my new job next week, um, bartending. And when I'm not at home, I've been out. Like, my last two weekends were sueños and then the next weekend after was Milwaukee Pride. Milwaukee Pride weekend. Which I partied Basically, two to three days in a row each weekend, which, I mean, now I'm just like... I think
0: it does a lot now on our bodies, (laughs) minds, and souls. (laughs) Now
1: I'm like, I could stay home for a week. And so that's what I've been doing. Um, I've been at home working on some um, music. I'm very thankfully blessed, booked, and busy for the month of June, um, which we'll get into in our Ferris power. But um, I'm definitely just spending a lot more time organizing myself, I bought that new controller oh, yeah. that I mentioned. So I've been practicing with it. It looks
0: cute. I saw it the other that uh, weekend. I was at your house. It yeah,
1: cute. It's it's cute. It's a little uh, cumbersome, like d- just different to use, um, and just getting used to all the natural movements that we make with our old controllers. That I'm like, oh shit, everything's different. Um, but it's cute, and I enjoy the little screen. Point is, is that um, yeah. Whenever I'm not obviously partying hard with you, <laughs> I'm just working hard. Work- yeah, there you go. <laughs> working hard. I play so hard. I work so hard. <laughs> what about you, Ben?
0: Uh, what I've got going on? Well, despite the poll that I created on Twitter some weeks ago, where I asked if I should re-download Hinge, <laughs> it came back fifty-fifty. Uh, like half of the people said yes, I should, and then half of the people said no.
1: And that's why you round up, and that's why.
0: I, in that moment, I rounded down, and I said, oh. and I said, you're right. I don't need that. So I just continued on with my life. And I don't know, we were talking about this earlier. I don't know if it's that I'm feeling more confident as well that I just started to just wonder what was out there. So I'd like to make an official press release that I am back on Hinge. We made made some changes to the prompts. We've updated the photos. And... Yeah, we're back on there immediately. Immediately, I feel anxiety. I, it's like I don't know how to respond to "Hello, how are you?"
1: I feel like a <laughs> reporter being like, "Karen, how does it feel to be back on Hinge?"
0: <clears throat> I know. I'm thinking of those TikToks <laughs> where they do like the fake, uh, the, the, <laughs> the fake press conferences. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, what would I say? You know? Yeah, there's some new photos on there.
1: You got to build that roster for then when it starts to get colder at that point you can really narrow it down to like your main circle
0: i just okay my strategy this time around with hinge so the last time i was on hinge was in was last year so the fall winter and i went on that horrible date in december january i told you about where it was just bad we won't even get into how it was
1: i feel like you told me it was just a really
0: bad date and it put me off from wanting to go out on dates but it's June now, so it's been around 6 or 7 months and I've been putting in the work, you know? I've been working on myself so I feel like I could sacrifice some of my time to a man. But I I have rules now. So, I'm ma- if I match with you, baby, you have 24 hours to send me a message. Oh, period. And if I don't hear from you, well, I'm unmatching. And yeah so we'll see we'll see how it goes nothing yet it is distracting though really it's very distracting well, that's
1: because you have notif- i told you i i on hinge i had notifications off babe if i have them when off, i get to it i get to it
0: right but that's the thing i'll never get to it <laughs> so it is very distracting but that's what it's for right you just try to meet people and get to know people I'm just nervous. I don't know why I get
1: nervous, but Well, it's a it's a vulnerable thing to yeah. do to put yourself out there and to make yourself available to People perceiving you, and also, like, the most vulnerable thing is getting ready to go on a date with someone you don't know. It's like
0: so nerve wracking.
1: Getting ready, putting makeup on, and being like, well, I hope this goes well. I just got a message.
0: I just got a hinge message. (laughs) No, I'm turning my phone around. Do not disturb. Do not disturb me at this moment. Um, But what was I going to say? Yes, that was one of my rules. Something else that I learned from TikTok is if the person does not immediately. Like if it's not giving scrumptious, you Mm -hmm. know, if I look at their profile or if messaging them doesn't immediately excite me, then I'm unmatching or I'm just not going to respond. Like I just don't want to waste my time. Mm -hmm. I want to meet someone who I just think is a great catch. And another thing is when I finally do go out on a date, I would like to be taken out on a date. I also don't want to put too much thought into my profile you know i think as women we maybe just put in way more effort and thought because creating a profile is fun i was just
1: thinking i was like my favorite part of hinge is making it, the making profile the profile. And personalizing it but then
0: you scroll through these these guys and they're like what's the key to your heart food
1: or or they'll be like, <laughs> like it'll okay be, it'll be like together we could or, or something dumb it'll be like oh um, travel
0: the world if you could, yeah okay if
1: you could what's the weight of my heart I decay. just ask me
0: oh my god i hate i absolutely hate when they don't answer the prompt and they just put their instagram handle
1: oh my it's so lazy i don't
0: have any any social media on my hinge i don't even have any photos of my myself where i'm djing like there is nothing Approved. No, there. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing paranoid on there. Which was hard. Yeah. But I just want to be cutting. I just want to be caring. I want people to know, get to know me outside of my job and what I do. Which is really hard to find photos of me yeah. not at the gig, you know? But so, yeah, I'm just trying to create rules and stick to them so that I can go on better dates. Ew. And then this guy responded to my photo and was like, Let's go for a drink and have fun afterwards. Devil emoji, devil emoji, devil emoji. I'm like, ew. <sighs> Why do men? This is straight. They just think straight to sex. Like, it's all just. It's not Tinder for me. Hinge is like a, a place a step, above. To, a step above. You want to make right? a connection? Like Tinder for me is like okay, I'm gonna go and find somebody to hook up Tinder with. Tinder's
1: like a step above grinder for straight people. Right. And then you have Hinge.
0: Right. Which I think is more about e, dating, right? girl is eHarmony still alive has has someone checked in on eHarmony no
1: then there's OkCupid
0: okay oh I've used OkCupid okay I
1: loved OkCupid okay <laughs> when they did the quizzes you could they had so many questions you could answer for hours you could
0: I'm to so me OkCupid okay was like okay I mean I'm here to find a boyfriend I'm here to find a man, <laughs> a man. and we'll see hinge what's hinge's slogan you know created the, to be deleted. deleted yeah well I mean I've deleted it multiple times but not because I've created a meaningful relationship with someone i will say i'm annoyed
1: i will say as a as someone who has been on hinge with both sexes mm-hmm. or along the gender mm-hmm. spectrum um it's uh garbage throughout so it's fine <laughs> thanks don't, <laughs> um don't worry about that um i feel like as someone who um just came out as really bisexual i've spent most of my conscious life and dating life as a lesbian and i just recently opened myself up to male attraction and entertaining male attraction um versus before i just wrote it off um and so i went on hinge and i've had a a fair amount of like you know hits you know people that hit me up or will you know swipe right whatever and talk to me and then we move on to the texting and it's dry 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 and immediately I get so bored and it's so hard. I really do want to go on a date with a guy. I want to try it and I want to have a nice date. But it's the getting there that becomes so cumbersome because I feel like, I don't know.
0: I also think, they don't put in the work sometimes. No, they don't. They don't. And I also think that once you move away from the Hinge app, everyone, both parties get cold feet. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's
1: a huge thing of like you make plans and then the day comes. Radio and
0: silence. Someone
1: cancels or someone just ghosts. Or you, just,
0: or you don't hear from them until maybe an hour before the date. And then they cancel. It's just so nerve wracking. Honestly, I hate dating. I hate I hate the, the concept of it. But I don't know. I think I'm ready to maybe not be swept off of my feet and to fall for someone. But, but I want to nice. get out there. Yeah. I want to, you
1: know. I want to get out there. With women, it's totally different. It's like, I almost feel like dates hardly ever happen. And if they do, no one makes the move. Would you women are so shy. Would you
0: say that when you date women, would you say that you are the planner? And when you date men, you're sort of... Waiting for them to make the plans? Yes
1: and no. I think with women, it, it, it really depends on the situation. I think more often than not with women, I've let them lead, to be honest, because I'm more into mass presenting women. And in mm. my experience, mm. they have been more of like the um, the go-getter and they'll be more straightforward. Um, I'm not really into fems in that regard with dating them though is like in that regard in that regard <laughs> dating fems is like a no-go for me because no one makes the move and it's just like we end up being we end up like besting each other like the whole night we'll be like okay girl I love your nails oh, oh my cute. goodness I love your shoes and nothing I happens. cannot imagine
0: that it's, it's crazy it's
1: so weird so I don't date fems um but with men it, it it comes and goes I feel like if I find a guy if, okay to, to your point if like there is a guy that I'm salivating over on hinge, yeah. I will match and I'll make the first move Just and yummy, I'll yummy send and I'll send the first message. Mm-hmm. Very rarely I found that they respond. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they like. Yes, them.
0: that's why my. I don't. I'm not going to make the first move anymore they don't like unless that. you're really funny and I'm resp- and I'm leaving a comment under the prompt that made me laugh.
1: Well, and but, then there yeah. have been a few where I've let them make the plans. And then there was two that that made it to, the, to, to texting, you know, to iMessage. Yeah. Dry, dry, dry. And unfortunately, one of them, <laughs> this is going to sound so mean, but their profile, you know, they were cute on their profile. And then they, in texting, they sent me this photo of themselves, this selfie. Oh, no. No, ma'am.
0: <laughs> Catfish?
1: Who was this man?
0: I'd really like to know that.
1: He, he looked befuddled. He looked like he smelled a bit. I didn't oh, res- my God. I didn't respond. It's so funny that you bring that up. because I
0: had a thought. Do you ever just look at a man's profile anywhere and just think, you look like your feet smell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Do you know, Puts me off so hard. On a
1: random note, like just- what, what I... Sometimes when I see men on the streets and they're wearing like their pants really low, this is going to sound so random. I feel like they look unshowered
0: Mm.
1: as a random note. I just feel like, did you just put those on? Like I feel like their underwear is dirty.
0: Yeah. That's why it's so important (laughs) to me to date someone who cares about their hygiene and their style. So let's go into Perry's power. What is making you feel berries? Tell me, baby, are you feeling, are you feeling berries? Everything, baby.
1: My first one is, baby, it's June, okay? And for me, that's pride two times over, mi amor. (laughs) I got pride, boricua pride, and I got gay pride, baby. Which means I'm partying extra hard in June, which I really don't need to do anymore. I should probably just take a break. But like I said, thankfully very booked and busy, so I have a lot of events that I'm really excited for. That I'm playing, I'm I'm playing the uh, parade this weekend, and then I oh, also this have it's, yeah, it's on Saturday. I'm playing on the parade route, not necessarily the parade, but on the parade route at a business, and then um and then I. Pride weekend. I mean, let's go. Super Sapphic, Club Crush. I'm so excited. When, when is, oh, Club
0: Crush is the 23rd, right?
1: Club Crush is the 22nd, that Thursday. Oh, and then, okay, okay. And then Super Sapphic Friday. So I'll be awesome. in Wrigleyville two days in a row. Um, At
0: least it's not barley corn.
1: <laughs> Most Cantina. Ooh. <laughs> awesome. My, um, oh, wait, oh, that's my one. second one. My second one, too, is that we were talking earlier and we were saying, how has Sueños changed us? And I have to say, I don't know whether it was this great tan that I got or whether I felt so sexy. I felt so good. Or whether it was the great weekend at Sueños, all the music, you know, being at El Festival Latino, you just feeling so cool and and present and sexy with my friends that has translated into like a newfound confidence that i've been carrying into the month of june for me so i have been feeling super body aware and sexy and i feel like i look in the mirror and i'm like damn she's banging she's
0: so scrumptious banging yeah i feel
1: so i feel so cute and i feel so prepared to wear my little skimpy clothes for the rest of the summer if, if if it tends to stay that long so Love that. That's what's giving me Perri's power.
0: Love it. My Perri's power, similarly, I'm excited to make my debut at Smart Bar, Mm. as you are, as you will be as well this month. And I love the lineup because it's all femme DJs. So it's Tropiteca next Friday, the 16th. And it's me, La Spacer, Coochie Fru, who's my DJ mom, and fucking Chippy nonstop.
1: Cue the... (gasps) I, I, I love it when you
0: added that That was, yeah So I feel uh, very berries to be part of that lineup I'm very excited And to echo you I'm also feeling a lot more confident I think Sueños sort of unlocked that in us That was dormant all winter and spring And now it's just, boom We're ready just to feel sexy with our friends I love that you said that um, I probably won't be wearing that top again <laughs> Because my boob was falling out Ooh. the entire day. Yeah, that
1: was for a tiny titty queen. Yeah,
0: that top, the star top from Sheen is for the itty-titty, the bitty-titty bitty committee. Itty-bitty-titty committee? Yeah, not not for me, babes. Or maybe just for a photo shoot, but yeah. it's not made for, for El Perreo, unfortunately. Not for me, but I felt so hot that weekend as well, so...
1: And I loved yeah. your dress the second day.
0: You did, thank you. That was, was that so was kind cute. of an afterthought. I, was, I just want to be casual, and
1: it was giving it was giving like a step above, like a little different from everyone else. Like right. no one else was wearing something like that.
0: I'm not a regular girl. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not like other girls. I think your outfit uh, day two also was really cute because <clears throat> it was a T, but that's not a T that you see everywhere, you know. And people were complimenting you on it.
1: I did get a lot of compliments. I wasn't feeling. I felt sexier day one, Mm -hmm. and I still felt sexy day two. But by day two, I was getting a little tired. And also, at one point, I felt really sick to my stomach. Mm -hmm. Um, But beyond the point, I I liked my outfit. But I do need to... I want to buy more festival outfits. Like, I want to buy, like, more summer outfits, I think, in general. So we'll see. But thank you.
0: Yeah, let's get into sueños, our experience, but also... Just the fact that sueños even exists, yeah. Like you said, it's a el el festival latino. That's the slogan.
1: I was telling. um, I had two people ask me if I could play or have a like schedule a gig that weekend. Oh yeah,
0: same. I was like, no.
1: I'm like, pretend I'm like out of the country because I'm not present. This is like my Super Bowl. I'm leading like I'm leading up to this. And then there will be a significant time afterwards I'll be recovering from this. Because this is, for me, uh, considering how great it was the first year and how great it was this year, it's just something I look forward to and I intend to put a lot of effort and time and like energy into it. So that's why I was like, no, I'm unavailable this weekend. But truly, my Super Bowl. And that's what I told people. I was like, I can't. This is my Super Bowl. I'm, I'm unavailable. Um, because it just goes off every time. Every time being the last two times. But <laughs> I just, I feel like I've been waiting for something like this. Mm -hmm. I remember going to Lollapalooza back when I was in high school and I was like, yeah, this is great. Like, I love seeing like local native and Crystal Castles, but I would love to see some reggaeton. And I I was always saying, I'm like, they got to get reggaeton on this bitch. Like they got to bring it to Grant Park because there will be an audience. I had been saying that since 2013, 2012. So I feel like sueños heard me, you know, someone there in the crowd heard me say that and then they went to go, you know, do that. So you're welcome. Um, But I had been saying that for a long time. I'm so happy because uh, I think that especially considering last year, since it was the first ever sueños, Mm -hmm. obviously they have um, experience with Baja Beach because it's the same company. But even last year, I thought it was very well organized. Mm -hmm. I thought um, there was a lot of um, amenities. There was a lot of food, mm-hmm. drinks, um, things to do. I just thought it was a very well thought out, planned festival. And even though we love it a lot for mostly reggaeton, it does span a few different genres like trap, dem- dembow, trap, yeah, um, Mexican corridos, original music. Yeah. Uh, Mexican regional. I I
0: agree with you. I I just love. I had a moment this this year where I was really reflecting on how, you know, how special it is to have a space to celebrate reggaeton in that way and just l- let it all hang out and party with your friends and everyone that I encountered at the festival this year was very kind. They were sweet. Everyone was on one and it was just it was just a lot of fun and n- We've critiqued it in, the, in in previous episodes how we would like to see maybe more underground artists or artists that are on the come up and they're not all popular reggaeton artists. But just the fact that this festival exists is just amazing. And it's your Super Bowl and to me, it is my reggaeton mecca. It is the pilgrimage <laughs> that I make every year since it began. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like I don't need to go to Tijuana Or to Rosarito specifically to experience it because it's here. It's right here in our backyards. I think it also helps that there's only one stage. At Mm -hmm. Grant Park? Well, actually, yeah, in Baja Beach, it's also only one stage. I've never, yeah. But but how many festivals, right, have we been to where it's multiple stages, Mm -hmm. which I think can complicate things?
1: You have to miss someone that you love to go see someone that you love maybe a little bit more. Right. Or or, or we're going to try and catch half of this set and that half of this set, and it never works out that way. We had a
0: little bit of that this year where we arrived a little bit later than we'd like to, or we didn't catch someone's entire set. But yeah, I think having one stage was really helpful and it's just such a beautiful backdrop like it's the perfect park i can't imagine sueños being at any other location here in chicago because yeah like i said i had that moment where you just you just turn around and you see the skyline and you see it at night and you see it during the day beautiful skies beautiful weather that weekend i just it definitely topped last year for me and i just i couldn't have asked for for but well no i do have some regrets that we'll talk about but I just love that this festival exists, and if you're a bad bitch who loves reggaeton and you didn't go to sueños, I would highly recommend that you invest in that experience Mm -hmm. because it's just, it's unlike anything else. Yeah. You were talking about how next year you want to go and pay for VIP. Yeah.
1: I, I was just to speak to your point. It's very much like you look around and you're like, I can't believe I live here.
0: I can't believe also, I live here. and in this moment. In this moment, while,
1: you yeah, know, we're like our favorite artists are on stage. The stage. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, girl, next year I'm doing VIP. Because um, we can talk about regrets later, and I'm, I'm not going to go into this right now. As much as we were turned up, and I felt like the general environment was a very unjudgmental one, mm-hmm. I still felt like people... We're just kinda of like standing there a lot for a lot of people who I really love. Like for Nikki Jam. Oh. Nikki Jam deserved a
0: thousand percent.
1: Nikki Jam deserves so, so much, much more. more energy. And it was making me sad that people, I guess, didn't, you know, not care. I'm not gonna say not care, but it's just where was the energy? Even like up front, I remember we were so close for what was it was like the first day for like fade, because we wanted to get up close for We Sini Andel. And the crowd was so packed up like sardines. No one was moving. It just felt so blah. Yes,
0: that was day two. Even for We Yandel, right, uh, we see how we're mixing the two. So day one was We Yandel, and we wanted to get close, so we were there for Fade's set. Okay, Fade's fans, y'all were turned down. I I saw a sea of green, but none of y'all were turning up for his songs. And yeah, maybe he doesn't have club bangers. Y'all don't
1: know the words, and you're here dressed in all green. Yeah, why aren't you guys... What was the point?
0: Why aren't you guys freaking out right now like if anything our group of of sexy friends we were the ones starting the party and people were upset at us for being turned up and you know that makes me think like that's probably one of the reasons why maybe artists don't come to Chicago or have a certain idea or prejuicio about Chicago because we don't like, the crowd isn't as active or as wild as maybe Mexico City or, or any other yeah, fucking or like city. Yeah, LA I, or, I don't know, I don't Miami? Know. I don't know. Who gets really crazy? I don't know. Yeah.
1: I mean, I... Houston? Told,
0: I feel I, like Houston always, like, turns out.
1: Which is why I'm saying next year I'm doing VIP. You know why? Because those people want to spend money to have a good time. They love the music. They know what they're about. And they're willing to spend the money to make that experience happen. And I want to do that. And I'll go on the little payment plan. Um, (laughs) Exactly. That's what we did this year. I want my... I want my little special viewing area where I can dance and where other people pay to dance and have the space to dance too. I want my little special drinks. I want my little commemorative item. But here's the thing: when you saw the VIP, the people on the balcony at
0: VIP, I didn't see any no. ruckus up there. They were all just chill. They get
1: like a special viewing area on the ground in the front, oh. like up there in the front. Oh, if you notice on the map, there's like a little square. Oh, okay,
0: I thought it was those people on that balcony.
1: No, I think that's like platinum el sueño, which I feel like whatever.
0: I I like being in el desmadre, but yeah, I me guess, too. but I guess my 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 critique is there wasn't enough desmadre for me. <laughs>
1: well, I will say VIP, you get different food as well. Not that that matters because we barely ate, mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah, um, you also get special access bathrooms. Which is great because those lines were not cute.
0: True. Do they have those uh, fancy bathrooms with AC? Mm
1: hmm. You look, like special bathrooms and you get a special viewing area in the Desmadre, but you know a little bit more room to dance and be with your friends and that way also you're not like if all your friends get vip you're not like fuck meet me at the light tower at c4 VIP, <laughs> you know <laughs> vip is only literally so- c4 <laughs> yes.
0: shout out c4 yes. shout out that section you're- that was the flag you know <laughs> that was the, the lighthouse for all of our friends when we got lost
1: Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So next year we can all get VIP. Hopefully, we all want to do that, and then we can all find each other and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'll be right here when you get back." Because there's really not much that room to like move around. Speaking
0: of money, (laughs) baby, (laughs) talk about a (laughs) regret. Talk about a regret. Thinking about how much money. I was trying to be frugal, you know. I was trying to sneak things in. I was trying to pregame really hard. But there is no way around it. When you arrive at Grand Park, you have to go and buy a drink. You have to. And you're going to get hungry because you're in the sun all day. And you need, you know, to stay hydrated and, you know, stay safe. So there's just no way around it. But I will say that the food... I, we bought some yummy food for for pretty affordable prices. Like I, I got those empanadas that you didn't want to eat, but I forced you to eat. Yeah. I ate half of one, but but still, you know they were affordable. It's the fucking drinks, man. Like the the eighteen nineteen dollar price point is just ridiculous to me. And
1: and the the drink prices went up, girl.
0: From last they, year,
1: yes, of course they did.
0: Like fifteen to eighteen now. Yeah. I remember
1: buying a drink last
0: year for like $11, $12. Okay, so I didn't tell you this, but when I was trying to use my debit card at the bar to pay for the drinks that weekend, my card was getting declined. And I was confused because I didn't have, I had funds, they weren't insufficient funds. So I was a little confused. So I had to use my credit card on more than one occasion. And later I received an email from my bank saying that there was suspicious unusual activity and it listed the transactions that did go through at sueños and girl maybe i shouldn't be saying this on the podcast but i tested my luck i was like okay what's gonna happen if i if i say this is suspicious bitch they credited my account for those transactions so i'm like hell yeah so i got my (sighs) money back and i'm thinking like i finessed this shit but then they canceled my debit card <laughs> so now I don't have a debit card. Well,
1: you have the money. And they're at, like, sending a me account. Yeah,
0: but now they're going to send me a new fucking card, which is a nightmare. It's a whole nightmare to have to update everything.
1: Yeah. So I feel back, I like, feel kind of dumb. Yeah,
0: I got back like $45. Oh, okay. Which is great. I thought you were going to say
1: like $300.
0: No. I don't think I spent that much that weekend. Well, between Ubers, drinks and food Probably around 200 bucks.
1: I definitely spent a little over $300 that weekend, maybe close to four.
0: And that's not including the clear bag that we had to purchase, Mm -hmm. the outfits that, well, I had to buy outfits, the the, accessories, the tanning membership, the vape that I I purchased,
1: um, the bottles that we bought. Yes. I bought
0: a lot of drinks like for the pregame. Yeah. Um, maybe 250 oh, did i say that I'll yeah bump. yeah around 250
1: i mean to be honest it's, if, if i wasn't in between jobs i'd be like well money well spent i have no regrets about that um but because i'm in between jobs i'm like oh big big regret.
0: <laughs> it's a regret. <laughs> it's,
1: but normally i wouldn't i as a tourist i don't have any problem spending money on a good experience and
0: you know accessibility is an important point because there are people out there who would absolutely die to go to sueños, but can't afford it. And I think that it's nice that they have a payment plan. Um, but you might still have to save up money for, for that weekend. Transportation yeah. is a big issue because it's literally in the middle of downtown. and yeah. It's just a lot. And, you know, maybe, I think the prices are just only going to get more expensive, dude. I don't think it's the, going down from here. you
1: got to get on the wait list. That's how I got my ticket. I got on the wait list. I got like the pre 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 sale.
0: Um, that's true. Right.
1: But yeah, this year we got to get on the wait list. At least bread. it's
0: not as expensive as Baby. right. At least it's not as as expensive as Coachella because you know Coachella has been around for longer. But which I would love to go, go to. See, that sounds so
1: insane. But I could
0: see I could see Sueños uh, prices hiking up even more.
1: Well, I was gonna say I was watching this TikTok about how much it costs to go to EDC, which is another dream of mine. I would love to go to EDC one day. Um, my other side is also an EDM queen, um, other than just reggaeton. But the EDC, it's like you pay, you pay for a campground membership to, to camp. Then you pay mm. if you want to get an RV, you pay for the RV pass, and then you pay this one girl, and then they pay for like the power voltages that they get from the 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 the, the camp. To fire up their RV, then you pay for the pass. It's like they literally spent almost sixteen hundred dollars each,
0: and that's just for for a night for, for the grounds. That's not including the the entry to the festival.
1: And that sounds so insane to me. At that point, you get a hotel. But
0: that reminds me of the other TikTok like I saw from Coachella, where these girls um, they purchased a sandwich and a drink each, and it was sixty-two dollars. What? for two drinks and two sandwiches bro that's 62 doll hairs that is that's a lot that's a lot of doll hairs I don't think that I that I would do that
1: I can't that's not it's so insane to me
0: <clears throat> I and do I- love that sueños had the the free water you know the, my one of my biggest pet peeves is when you go to a club or you go to any sort of event and they don't want to give you fucking water for free it's almost inhumane you should be supplying water. to your fucking patrons you know what i mean that's
1: club culture they don't want you drinking water they want you drinking alcohol Mm,
0: but whatever so i I did like that even though we should have been drinking more water okay there was a a big group of us y'all there was a big group of us tell me why i was the only one with a reusable fucking water bottle i know clearly nobody else cared about about staying hydrated which
1: i have at my house i forgot to bring it. oh true um yeah thank you mother karen yes Thank you. We pray to I you. was passing
0: out water like Spongebob when he's like, water, you know? I was like, here, babe, take a swig of this. Um, so let's get into day one. Uh, some highlights.
1: Day one for me was absolutely a dream. I woke up so excited. <laughs> so happy. So excited. Ah! I felt so cute. I felt so hot. My hair was big. I had my big earrings on. I had my strappy top. I had all my alcohol ready. Um, unfortunately...
0: The pregame fell through, baby. The, pre- the
1: pregame fell through. Oh, but you then, weren't gonna say but, that. Oh. Well, I was gonna say. Remember, I lost my wristband. Oh my
0: god, Benito and Giuseppe. My
1: fucking cats found my wristband, and I don't know what they did with it. It's somewhere in my house. Like I'll find it one day. So I had to go morning of. Which, by the way, I'm so I'm so I'm so proud of myself. I love myself deeply for having the foresight. For having the ganas to get up so early that morning, trek all the way downtown to Will Call when it opened at 11 a.m. Were there a lot of people there? There was like 20 people ahead of me.
0: That's beautiful.
1: And it took, like the gates opened at 11 for Will Call, and I was out of there by 11.30. Gorgeous. And the plan was
0: to get to the pregame at noon. Yeah. So I I remember reading that text. and You're like, I'm I'm on my way to the pregame or whatever. I was like, Oh,
1: beautiful timing. Well, unfortunately, the pregame plans fell through. But no matter to us, we found. Yeah, our we, way. we pregamed
0: here at my house.
1: Um and uh, it was it was very cute. And I will say, my my foresight falls follows through in which when we actually arrived to the festival, the line for will call was a joke. It was like. <laughs> you know how when it you was walk, comedy you know when you walk into you walk past the art institute there's that bridge right you like walk over the bridge in like to congress parkway to make your way to the fest. the line was down the bridge onto michigan avenue no ma'am I'm so thankful that I went because my thought the other day was like oh I'll just grab it when we show up no 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 and I'm so happy I did not do that
0: I remember you telling me that you couldn't find your your, your wristband and I was like mm, city girl down <laughs> City girl down, but, City but City girl found s- her way up. City
1: girl came up. When I sent you that picture, I was like,
0: "That was a that was a great <laughs> moment for me." Oh my gosh! And I was getting ready. Yeah, I I had the same feeling like the night before, like going to bed with my outfit already picked mm-hmm. out. Like, just had the best sleep ever. Of course, Ray, when you gotta get up to fuck, get up, get up to go to fucking work, it's a fuck. it's a nightmare. But seven thirty eight a.m. on Sueños weekend, maybe we're up in Adam with
1: birds. Good morning, everyone.
0: Carpe Diem, <laughs> honey, seizing. We better seize that day. Seizing that day. <laughs> <laughs> so we get there and we catch the end of Evie Queen's set. I've never seen Evie Queen live, so it really was a little important for me to at least see her from far away. So yeah, mission accomplished. I didn't hear uh, Yo Perreo Sola or um, Quiero Bailar, but I, at least I saw her from a distance. We heard Quiero Saber. That's true. That's true. Then after that, we, what did we do after that? Well, the next person we saw was El Alfa.
1: What about Chencho?
0: That was after El Alfa. Really? Yeah. So Are you sure? Well, that's what it says here, but I might be wrong. I
1: think I think Chencho was before El Alfa, babe.
0: Wow! Just because just, I wow, I remember, what a dream.
1: I remember like getting there and being like, "Time to turn up!"
0: Oh, it. We were already a little turn. The Uber to the festival. Rosa and I were in the back, just completely drinking. Like we we packed a to go drink mm-hmm. with mezcal and tequila, and topo chico and guava juice and all just delicious, scrumptious uh stuff and her and I were just like drinking and I remember the Uber was like you're getting off here. Yes. <laughs> Frank was like you're get done. the fuck out. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> uh so yeah we we got there literally we're like Where's the bar? Uh, yeah. Take me to the bar.
1: We we started double fisting. Um and I will say that I I really feel like it was Evie Queen and then Chencho because I feel like then we were just like we're here, we're gonna stay here for Chencho and the Alpha was after? I think so.
0: Well Chencho was amazing. I love seeing him live. He did not disappoint. Um, he played cielo. Oh, he,
1: played so at, he played all
0: the hits. And I think that was where where we kind of looked at each other and were like, we're here. This, yes. this is it. We're here. It's time to throw some ass. And I, I can't really remember the crowd, but I think... They were also turned up like us. Yeah. Right.
1: I feel like they were.
0: I was screaming at the top of my lungs. And that is where my regret comes in. I lost my voice. So by the time that by the mm, let's see, I distinctly remember that while we were, (laughs) while we completely disregarded Arcángel Set. We said who? My voice was already at maybe 40 percent. Damn. So it took only six hours maybe for me to com- lose most of my
1: voice you're such a delicate flower you know
0: you just have to like take care of me and like <laughs> you know like water me <laughs> and like just like I'm very sensitive I'm a sensitive Sagittarius but that's one of my biggest regrets obviously I still had fun and it did not it did not stop me from having a time it's not like I stopped drinking or, or having a good time but it's not the same not being able to scream the your favorite songs or yeah. sing along. Yeah. I, yeah, so that happened. And then, okay, I'm going to say this. I was disappointed by El Alfa Set. It was not as good as last year, and it, I'm sitting on this fucking hill. It wasn't. It wasn't giving.
1: It wasn't as good as last year, but it was still good to me. He has a lot of energy in his performances. Was it the same one as last year? No, but also I... During El Alfa's set, which was right after Jolie Randy, which only Randy showed up,
0: that's why his set was so amazing. He knew he walked in he, last year. He went on that stage with a mission, you know. He's like, "I'm here and I'm just gonna go crazy," and we appreciated it. Versus this year, I think if he was after Chencho, I was up here, right? I was estaba en la cima. Yo estaba. Activada al 100, mm-hmm. and then after the alpha, it was like a it was like a step below for me okay
1: yeah i so think that's I, what
0: it was yes
1: i can see that and i and i will i will double down on that i don't necessarily agree that it wasn't giving i thought he was giving did i think it was better uh, did i think lash was better yes i do um
0: then after that was I've well i we Said, I said, remember. Does anyone, anyone need to use the bathroom? Anyone hungry? Should we? I think we should hydrate. So who? Who? Oh, okay. Goodbye. See you later. And yeah, shade to Arakanke. I don't. I don't agree with his his opinions online most of the time. I also can't think of a song of his where he's not featured on.
1: Mi fanática. But he's not gonna play mi fanática.
0: Right. Well, so. we wouldn't know what he played because we were consuming drugs and <laughs> alcohol and yeah <clears throat> okay then after that was fade and we talked a little right. bit about about fade
1: and we and we because we were prepping to go into Wisney and del set to be upfront because that's what we wanted to do mm-hmm. and I was well prepared to like move forward with that but then Fade was the opener to Wisin, which is crazy because if you think last year.
0: That's crazy to me. Who Fade, was the opener for, for Wisin Yandel last year?
1: Wisin Yandel. And oh, then they were doing Uzuna. the. Day. They
0: were doing the. Yes. Okay, see, that to me is a perfect uh, set set times because Usuna gives nighttime vibes. Yeah. Versus Wisin Yandel. Yeah, they, they, they. We'll get into their set, but I do think Wisin Yandel's set from last year was better because it was during the day mm-hmm. it was giving it, it was giving more perreo last year
1: and it was almost like wow there's more after this like now we're gonna see Ozuna. The cr- yeah the Holy crowd shit. the crowd
0: was insane last year but but yeah we'll get into we the set but but yeah so we were prepping for for Andel this year and I was excited to see fade you know I I, I saw the sea of green everybody was out there Obviously, with their people, glasses people
1: were excited to see Fade too but then when he came on stage where was the excitement?
0: Where was the excitement? But also, where was he? Yeah. Because I love a Shark king, and I've said that multiple times, but <laughs> he w- literally was like a teenager bopping around on that stage, jumping from left to right, and I couldn't see him. I think maybe at one point I caught um, – uh, a glimpse of his haircut you know the cute little like mullet that he has in, in the back of it. i was like oh my god okay he's right there and i was like trying to see him and i couldn't see him and i remember he had that motocross or what that truck yeah uh in on his stage Pulled I, a, he should have. He should have been on top of it, like Bad Bunny. He should have been on the truck. That's how he should have come on, so that everyone could see him.
1: I wonder if maybe he couldn't because it was like it was a catwalk. Maybe he couldn't, but maybe it wasn't maybe. strong enough. But, but the point do, do
0: is. you remember hearing "Chorrito para las Arimas"? No, because you're the queen of that song. I know. I do love that song, but I love. I also love the Merca Bay I didn't, version, but I
1: didn't uh, also remember remix exclusivo.
0: Um, I don't know that one. I just i remember just the the fans weren't turned up maybe his music is just not for a nighttime festival it was slot it was sleepy it was a sleepy it was a sleepy set and i remember we literally all turned around in unison like let's get the fuck out
1: yeah because at that point we were we were pretty close well not really close stage, but we were closer than we had been the probably the whole festival yeah and we were like Damn, do we really want to stay here with all these boring ass people around us for a whole hour? It was like I can't. I can't. People had to pee.
0: I felt my my energy. Yeah, def, it, my my energy was quickly declining, and I didn't want to waste my drunkenness and the. That's day one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to waste the effects of what we had taken, we had taken on on that on him. Sadly, and I and I like him a lot, but. He just doesn't have the stage presence. And what's crazy is I've seen footage of his other shows at other cities and...
1: It gives? Well,
0: it looks like they're having an awesome
1: time. Well, I will say um, and this is where I said too earlier, we, we agree that he is not, he's not like new to this. He's true to this. But he is newly, <laughs> he is newly famous. Yes. That's what I'm saying. He like I sh- finally
0: see your point he after up, seeing him live. Mm-hmm. He shot up,
1: you know, seemingly out of You know, kind of like lesser known acts.
0: Skyrocketed, yeah.
1: And I just feel like he still has to figure out his stage presence. He has to like put more thought into what his performance will look like and what it will be. What it, you know, what it, you know, I just feel like. And his style of
0: reggaeton, you know, some people might be listening, like, oh, well, his style of of singing or or the music that he makes is not the same as El Alfa, which is, it's true. Like, we weren't expecting him to crank out like a different style of music for this performance but i don't know it just wasn't a fun performance
1: when look at becky g becky g does not play hard perreo becky g like does have some reggaeton but she plays a lot of pop and her too and her her performance was still engaging and i and i found myself entertained and i really I, i i really like her and so yeah. I'm like there's, you know, there's no excuse. I just feel like he needs some time to figure it out. I'm still a fan and I and I really do enjoy his music and Same. I've grown to be a bigger fan than when I was first starting out about who he was on the podcast.
0: And maybe that wasn't the setting to see him. You know, yeah. also maybe we're we're giving him too mu- too much benefit of the doubt, but maybe he's someone that you go see at what is it? Rosemont Theater. The House of Blues. You know what I mean? Like everyone has to start not, I'm not saying that he didn't he doesn't come from humble beginnings but I'm just like remembering seeing Jay Balvin at Rosemont Theater like right? a super tiny yeah. theater and I think maybe he's the type of artist that it'd be better or more turned to see at a smaller in a smaller at a yeah. smaller scale
1: yeah I agree with you. Here at Sueños, it's day one.
0: We just saw Chancho Corleone, and I lost my mind. I I, I I don't even know how
1: to feel at this point. There were girls in front of us that were mad at how hard I was perreando. And if you're not here perreando así, why are you here? Si no estas aquí para perrear. Que chinga tu madre. Okay, chinga tu madre. I'm sorry. They go hard every time. I have absolutely- Every time. There will never be a regret. I will never relay a regret to a Whisney and them experience. They go. Yes. Sick. Like, yeah, they are such godfathers of reggaeton that every song to me brings so much happiness and just like,
0: dude, ah! I fucking cried. And I'm so sad that I couldn't scream the lyrics when they sang Besos Mojados, dude. And the backdrop, our city lit up. It was beautiful. I, I cried every time i've seen we seen the so far i've shed a tear
1: and i bet if they played year three baby you would be there shedding a tear once more <laughs>
0: but please no i need a new headliner i don't want we seen the undead year. i'd
1: be happy to see ozuna again <laughs> oh yes
0: yeah. so he needs ozuna. to bring bring the drones but yes we seen that was amazing they they sang all the hits <gasps>
1: Oh, my God. Except... No, actually,
0: they didn't sing all the hits. This year, they didn't do Rakata. No, they didn't, But
1: actually. they did different
0: hits. They have such an immense catalog.
1: When they brought... Okay, finally, Fade came on. Uh, uh, Fade made his big comeback... That moment. ...to me when they...
0: Yandel 150. I'm
1: getting chills right now. I'm just thinking about it. When I hear this It the, was magical. Do, 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 like the little twinkles at the beginning.
0: Yes. I, I remember looking at you and grabbing you because, again, I, I couldn't speak. At that point, I still had a voice, but I... I, you know, I'm so proud of myself for I went completely on vocal rest because I knew I had day two coming. So I just chose to not speak and I just grabbed you and like shaking you and you just look so happy. And I'm also pleasantly surprised that they did that song. Obviously... It worked out perfectly. And it made sense but, to do
1: it because, you know. But no, I'm
0: pleasantly surprised because it's a Yandel song. It's not We Seen Yandel and Fate. It's just Yandel and Fate. So I thought that was really special.
1: We seen some good ad libs to add. Oh my God.
0: Okay, I tweeted this. Like, We Seen's ad libs are goaded, they're untouched. Like, I was laughing the other day, like, when he's like, Los dos más ganas de este <laughs> We <"We've> seen Yandel. <laughs> it, he just has the best ad libs.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: he has so many good ones Ugh. i want to have an episode just about ad libs but i'm getting chills now i'm yeah. smiling from ear to ear <laughs> my face is a little red but I'm it's getting, probably from the vodka i'm getting giggly i'm like giggly because it was just it was so good it was the perfect way to end the night um there's
1: a video that ana took of me when mm -hmm. they played el telefono you can hear me screaming yeah
0: you screamed for both of us like you you transmitted your emotion and mine because i was jumping up and down silently and you were just like ah screaming your head off
1: i was i went off el telefono to me is a goaded song i think it's one of my favorite songs of all time i love the doot doot do, do, like the the beat in the background it's just so catchy it's so good
0: and there's just nothing like the first line too like it
1: goes so hard the jump you just you're mi tu like padre, mi tu madre te I, feel, I feel like the mr crabs meme where he's like
0: <laughs> i just i just got chills how would you rate day one <clears throat>
1: Uh, on a 10-point scale or on a 5-point scale? I know you, on a five, let's you do, use 5-point Okay, scales. well,
0: you rate it on a 10, and I'll rate it on a 5-point scale.
1: Okay. On my 10-point scale, um, I wish that I had eaten. Unfortunately, I had ingested too many drugs, which made Same. me not want to eat at all. So I Skinny! Wish, so, well, I wish I had eaten, because the food there was really was good, really and I delicious. wanted to try it. Um, and I would say, because we didn't see Yadikon Hill, and Fade was a huge flop, um...
0: Fade flopped.
1: Even even with that in mind, I'm going to give day one like like a
0: 9.2. Yeah. I'm going to give. On a 10. On a 10. 9.2. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Getting there was easy. Yes. Leaving the fest was easy. Yes. All we had to do was walk a little bit out and we found our Ubi. I mean, I feel like it was, everything really worked out. People were very kind. The only thing, like I said, was the, the two things.
0: Out of a five-point scale, I take into consideration everything, right? The environment, the food, the drinks, the experience, and the music. I would give it a 4.9. The reason I'm not going to give it a five stars is because of my voice. But you know what? No, I, I take that back my i will when we talk about day two i think is where my voice really not having a voice really fucked me up day two versus day one sin miedo al éxito okay you no tuve miedo para nada lo di todo y no me arrepiento de eso so there's no regrets there so five stars i'm I'm giving five stars to day one
1: i love that i love that should we i uh, will say in the times that we weren't actively turning up in front of the stage we found a way to relax which was really nice like we sat down and like you know everyone got their drinks and used the bathroom on time no one was freaking out we always found our friends so yes yeah, so I
0: think the group that we went with this year was really great and we also had other friends meet up with us um, and and their they, them and their friends day one were on the same level as us mm-hmm. in terms of wanting to have a good time like nobody was a Debbie Downer we were all like trying to get lit and we all looked cute we're just partying with our sexy friends and we i will say,
1: it. my 9.2 also comes it's yeah it's personal my choices because i took those drugs i couldn't really eat but also another factor i was, feel
0: like you could bump it up a little bit don't you think yeah 9.2 in
1: in the fucking stupid pregame that we had planned like those that whatever yeah
0: yeah
1: i'll bump it up i'm gonna do it at 9.7
0: yes <laughs> i agree there we go Should we take a little break and then we'll get into day two? Yeah. Hey, everyone. So this episode ended up getting way too long. We will be releasing our thoughts on Sueños Day 2 next episode. So thanks for listening and see you next time. Bye.
1: Radio Perris.